This is Dustin Five Star. And Maria. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 46, and we are talking to one half of the power couple of Memphis Wrestling, Maria Starr, and everything else in professional wrestling. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. No Mike this week. It's just me and Dan, flying duo. Mm-hmm. We miss you, Mike. Dan, we didn't have you last week. We haven't had. It's been like two. It's going to be two weeks until we've had a full cadre of hosts house. here. Yeah, <laughs> but it's good to have you back. We missed you last week. Yep. Uh, I had a little NEW reunion, NEW crew reunion. <laughs> that's awesome. Tell tell us a little bit about it, what you can. Well, I don't, you, you know. know. I know there's probably a lot of apple juice. We just, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely some apple juice going on there. But, uh, no, I, I went and had dinner with Bruno, uh, Chuck Poe, who was a former NEW referee. Uh, refereed around a lot of different shows in the Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, Arkansas area. Um. Met with them too, uh, Trey, our former cameraman with uh, NEW, um, who uh, was on our podcast uh, with Bruno mm-hmm. uh, on mm-hmm. our our Bruno episode, and uh, you know met with the, them guys and a few friends dropped by, a few police officers who were in the business too, and uh, just had a good dinner, had a good talk, had a good time, you know, just uh, catching up with everybody and. It was uh, good times were had that night. How's know? old Bruno doing? He's doing great. He's doing great. Uh, you you know, know, and he's his, and he was having problems with his throat, but everything he's yeah. doing better. Uh, it was just acid reflux. Uh, great. You know, he he said he went to the doctor and uh, his cholesterol wasn't what it should be. Oh, so he's been them chicken lay- wings. He's lay- he says he's been laying <laughs> off the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no chicken wings for Bruno for a little while. You know. Well, yeah, uh, we need to we need to talk to him again. Oh yeah. Yeah, Sometime. definitely. Um, Dan, I got to go to my first SGWA show. What'd you think of it? I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, got to meet Randy one on one too, got, didn't got you? Got to talk to Randy, and it was funny because this and this impressed me about Randy Hales. Mm-hmm. During the show, he was going around shaking hands. Yeah. Saying, "Thank you, uh, thank you for coming. Thank mm-hmm. you. We're, we're excited." A couple times it came through. Everyone's still doing okay over here. And every time he come over, shake people's hands, he kind of would skip by me. I'm like, "You, you son of a." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you. So finally, went up and talked to him. I said, "Mr. Hales, hi. It's good to meet you. I'm Derek Schropel." And he's just like, "Fuck, Derek, man, why didn't you say something when I was over there?" I was like, "Well, you're talking to eight million people, so yeah. but, uh, <laughs> really nice guy." Uh, Kevin in the chat room. First, he says this is the best podcast in the world, uh-huh. which I agree. Well, hey. we're better than Chris Jericho. We're better than Jim Ross. We're better than all those guys. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin and also Kevin and said it was great meeting you at SGWA. I did get to meet Dreadhead Kev. You know he's a uh, he does a lot of photography. He loves going to uh, get pictures at wrestling events. I think he's got, he does MEW now. And um, cool. you know I think he's part of that entourage for if you see Dustin Five Star. He's, you know, he's just one of those good guys that mm-hmm. hangs around with him and gets a lot of pictures and right. stuff like that. So Kevin, great meeting you out there too. I saw some, he sent me a couple of pictures that he took, and mm-hmm. I mean he got some he got a really good shot of. Uh, Derek King standing over a bloodied Chris Lex. Oh wow! 
and it was good to still see Chris Lex. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's good to know that a lot any show I've gone to, <laughs> I get to see Chris Lex wrestle. I love Chris Lex. There you go. But they got a good roster out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was there, a guy named the match the show opened up with Super Brown. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this guy? Yeah, I've seen Super Brown. And he he wrestled AJ Gray, mm-hmm. who is you know in this on is his in this little clique with Derek King and this other big bodyguard looking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a match and uh, Super Brown lost, mm-hmm. but of course it was because that no good rotten Derek King interf- Derek interfered. By with God the stri- King. Der- Derek by God, greater, greater than, great. than great King. Yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Leo Friendly. I got to see him wrestle. I've heard yeah. a lot about him. He's their heavyweight champion out at SGWA. Leo Friendly was actually one of the guys that stopped by to see hi- say hi uh, when we were eating at the little oh, cool. NEW reunion. So yeah. He seemed like a good good dude, good wrestler. Yeah. He took on... He's their heavyweight champion he is, right now. He is their heavyweight champion. He took on uh, Van the Man Van Horn. Oh, I bet that was a great match. It was a great match. Yeah. It was a great match. And, uh, you know, Van had a lot of good heat. And, you know, it's kind of funny going to all these different local shows and you kind of see different reactions for different people. Yeah, like yeah. Van the Man Van Horn may be in wildfire. He's getting cheered. Yeah, yeah. Go out to SGWA... Wild and and he comes out and he's getting booed. Mm-hmm. Another small thing I noticed about SGWA that I love: uh, faces come out of one entrance mm-hmm. that's right next to the ring. Yeah, heels come out from stairs in the back. Yeah, and they have a longer walk. Yeah, I love that. Discriminating against heels, they make them walk longer. Uh, Dreadhead Kev twenty two says I'll be there Friday SGWA. I do their shows every Friday. I will be there Friday as well. We're starting. Hey, uh, you want to go ahead and make the announcement? Let's go through the rest of the card. Okay. All right. Because um, we're not, technically, we're not both going to be there this week. No, <laughs> no I'm not going to be there this week. Um, Chris Lex and Derek King wrestled in a first blood match. Mm-hmm. And AJ Gray got involved and helped Derek King get over. So now Chris Lex this Friday is going to be wrestling AJ Gray. He finally called him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a tag team, and I'm still learning all the names out there. There's a great tag team match. Uh, I just want to say there's a DJ Brown, mm-hmm. and he and his son were a tag team. Uh, DJ Brown is actually the son of Danny B. Good. Danny B. Good has been a local wrestler uh, fixture for a good long while in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, him and his son were a tag team taking on these um big dudes. Mm-hmm. I, I forget their name escapes me, but was it the the sure things, maybe that okay. you know that sounds right. That sounds. I probably could just pull up the SGWA card. You know, see that might can, actually work better. That, that might help. <laughs> that. Such a hack podcast host. <laughs> Go to the show. And like I was having so much fun that I didn't get a chance to take notes. And normally I take notes. Yeah. But I was just in really enjoying the show. Um, Let's see. It was yeah. It was Danny B. Good and DJ Brown versus the Sure Things with Smooth. Okay. And those the, the Sure Things are some big dudes, man. They just a behemoth, hard hitting tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened up. It was said Super Brown versus Hillbilly Pete, but it was actually the Star Twins couldn't make it, and, neither, and Most Eagle wasn't there either. So AJ Gray got moved into the match with Super Brown. Mm. Um, also, Duke Warfield had a match. Duke Warfield. Warfield. <laughs> I'm not going to do that right up against the mic. Warfield. 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 Yeah. Warfield. Warfield. Yeah. He had a match against this dude that was built like a legitimate tank. Mm-hmm. 
His name was Big John. Oh, I saw Big John. Oh my God! And, <laughs> and, and Duke, man, he was he took a beating. I'm I'm pretty sure when when I was there last last time it was probably two weeks ago. Um, they had a battle royal to determine the heavyweight champion. It was over the top battle royal. And Big John was in the over top battle royal. It took about five or six people to yep. get on Big John and throw him over the top rope. And I'm yeah. pretty sure when Big John hit the floor, it measured on the Richter scale. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, dude was huge, and he kept doing this stuff where he was stomping mm-hmm. and just holding his boot and putting weight down on um, uh, Duke. And like at some point, Duke kind of rolled near the outside of the ring, and he was doing these. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I'd probably be doing the same thing if that big mofo was mm-hmm. dropping his foot on my chest. Oh, yeah. Um, also, we got to see the legend, superstar, Bill Dundee. There you go. Took on, uh, I think this is guy's relatively new. His name is Alex Ramsey. Uh, he's out of SPWA. Okay, with Grady Watson. Yeah, Gr- Grady's a uh, Grady's cool guy, too. Uh, he's a manager. Yeah. But uh, Alex uh, Ramsey, uh, long-time mainstay in SPWA and Raymer. Kevin in the chat room says, that guy's so cool to meet. Big John ain't no joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could see it. And, uh, you know, I think he was starting to get into it with one of the other announcers there. Um, but superstar Bill Dundee took on Alex Ramsey. And I see what you mean about a Bill Dundee match. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit you. He's going to hit you. And he's going to hit you. Yeah. And then when he's done that, he's going to hit, hit you, you some more. more. <laughs> and there, one spot I liked was this manager had his, you know, he's standing in the outside of the ring. It was... Uh, Grady Watson. Yeah. And he wasn't paying attention, and Bill stomped on his foot, and he ran up and down because he... Oh, yeah. And near the end of the match, Grady pulls an egg out of his pocket. An egg. An egg. And he was going to smash it over Dundee's head while Alex Ramsey held him. Well, Bill ducks. Alex gets hit by the uh-huh. egg. We get a roll up, and we and uh, this was actually a, for a bounty, I think, for like a $10,000 bounty. Yeah, SPWA Wrestling's Grady Watson has put a $1,000 bounty on Bill Dundee. Okay. And that's how the match ended. <laughs> and the wow. Alex is like, why did you do that? And, you know, they're arguing. and, and But it was it was entertaining. Bill mm-hmm. Dundee is very entertaining. Yes, he is. And uh, Kevin in the chat room says he's glad he didn't get any egg on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure it went in every direction. <laughs> and, yeah, and it, but it was a really fun card. But uh, we've gone through it. Why not, Dan, I'll give you the honors. All right. Well, uh, got off the phone with Randy Hales last night, and he would like for me and Derek here to become the official announce team for SGWA Wrestling in South Over Haven. Over podcast is coming, <laughs> baby, sucker! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, uh, we're we're uh, we're we're coming to SGWA on more of a permanent basis, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be recording and be trying to uh, put our commentators' voices on. And yep, I, I've been I've already started to practice. Yeah, so. <laughs> really excited. Thank you, Randy Hales. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do everything I can not to let him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and is- I, I'm going to start this week. I'm going to try to be there this Friday. I do have a prior engagement that may or may not happen. So uh, if I'm not there, don't anybody come after me. But <laughs> <laughs> but a week from Friday. But a week from Friday, I, I have, we're both going to be there. I've cleared it with my wife. Mm-hmm. She may come and support me. I don't know. But I told her, like, yeah, this is, uh, this is a big deal. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, man. I think 
I'm glad I'm going to be doing it with you. Yeah. We, we I think we have a great chemistry. I think we do, too. And uh, hopefully, you know, I'm not going to have to smack you around on the announce table. <laughs> I hope not either. <laughs> I'm out of practice. Well, you, may, you might get one over on me. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. It's going to be a lot of fun. And get out there every Friday. Uh, doors open at 7. The card usually starts at 8. It's at the Faith Community Center at 7340 Greenbrook Parkway in South Haven, Mississippi. And, I mean, it's Randy Hales, so he's yeah. going to get Memphis Legends out there. You're going to get to see Bill Dundee. You know, Chris Lex will come out there and work when he can. Derek King, you know, I, I start seeing him too much. Most of the guys that work MEW come out there. Yeah, way. it seems like, like it. Least, it seems uh, like it. At least half of them. Uh, Tatum32 says, Dan, make him duck walk. <laughs> Do I even want to get that? You're going to make you duck walk. You never did duck walks in football? Oh, yeah, dude. I've, I've done every. <laughs> I've done everything you can on the football field, man, yeah, yeah. and on the wrestling mat. I've yeah, done, well, hey, that's what he's talking about. Duck walks. I don't. I don't remember ever having get down, to do them. Get down, bend your knees all the way down, like no, you're sitting no. on your heels, and then our you co- and then you proceed to walk. Our coaches were meaner. They just made us do uh, bear crawls. Yeah, that was. You didn't get much. They do those too. Yeah, well, and duck walks. <laughs> they, never, they never made us do duck walks. They just made us. Bear crawl. This is why nobody could ever survive training with me. (laughs) (laughs) I am meaner than a high school coach. (laughs) Move on to Raw this week. Um, Raw had a couple of incredible matches. And we even had a, I think we had a permanent call-up this past week on Raw. Uh, Zane re-debuted, didn't he? Yeah, he came out. And uh, Kevin Owens and Neville had an awesome match. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just Kevin Owens, I think, as a worker. You know, I know Mo Steagle doesn't like him at all, but I think Kevin is a great worker. Yeah. And he had a great match with Neville. He's grown He's grown on me. He has, um, you know. Um, he's an athletic guy. The interviews took a while to grow on me. Yeah. You know, I but mean, it's just something different. He's got to be different. Right. And that's just right. uh, the way he's got to be different. So. Did, and... Uh, and so after the match, Owens was giving a little more beat down to Neville, and Sami Zayn comes out there and makes the save, and the crowd, he got a great pop from the crowd. They think they're really excited to see him, and there were rumors going around that something big was going to happen last night, and um, it did. Now, Dan, let me ask you this. Did you buy a Y2AJ shirt? I did not. Well, good. That's good. <laughs> because you would have wanted a refund. <laughs> Be- but, but leading up to that... Um, Y2AJ had a match with The New Day. Dan, <laughs> Dan, let me tell you, some of the spots in this match yeah. were incredible. Yeah. AJ did a springboard moonsault into a reverse DDT. He hit it this time. And it looked, it was perfect. He tried that with Jericho at the pay-per-view, I think, and it didn't work out it, so well. Him and Kofi just nailed it. He nailed it. Awesome. The New Day. New Day does rock, Kevin. I agree. The New Day does this move. Big E goes for the big end. Mm-hmm. Kofi jumps off the top rope and does a DDT as he's doing the big end. And, I mean, it just it looked incredible. Yeah. At the end of the match, uh, Y2J ends up taking the pin um, off the big end, I believe. And he's not a pappy, and he, get, he proceeds to start doing code breakers on AJ. Oh, wow. Three of them, to be precise. And at the end, and, dude, he was... 
this old school or old heel Jericho, which I think is the best Jericho is back. Mm-hmm. I think, and I even think he's going into the, his best heel character as Jericho. The I am the best in the world at what I do. You know that slow, calculating mm-hmm. Jericho. That was like the best heel Jericho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he took the shirt, the Y two AJ shirt, mm-hmm. stuffed it into his AJ's mouth. And walked out, and the heat he was getting was incredible. I mean, when he hit that first code breaker, the reactions around the side of the ring were the same as when um, Brock beat The Undertaker in a way. Mm-hmm. Maybe not as much, but everyone was just like, what? What? And then, the, of course, on Twitter, everyone's like, man, I just got this Y2AJ shirt, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, there, I, uh, I kind of follow Raw. Um, I use the spotlight on Facebook to follow Raw because they they usually have updates and videos of Facebook and everything. Um, and that's another thing that they've been cracking down on videos on Facebook lately. Mm-hmm. Videos on YouTube and Facebook they don't they've been WWE's been like seriously cracking down on that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I I had like one whole week where I didn't get any videos, any pictures, nothing. Because WWE was all over these guys, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but I got a, I got a few videos and pictures this last week. <clears throat> but uh, one of them said, and it was, and they were, they were, they had one of the guys who was running the uh, page who was actually at the show, and he was taking pictures and all and everything. And he, at the end of the night, he his update was that you know he, you know, they went through the whole night and they got to the the Y two AJ New Day match. <laughs> And the guy in front of him had bought a Y two AJ shirt, <laughs> and said, and then that happens, and he's like, "Son of a bitch, I'm returning this shit." <laughs> and he gets up out of his chair to go to the back to the shirt to the shirt uh, uh, sellers in the hall and uh, get his money back and get another shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the typical reaction has been. Um, you know, they're trying to do this whole golden truth thing. Yeah, and our truth brought there in Chicago. Our truth bought uh, Gold Dust, a deep dish Chicago style pizza. Okay. Didn't make Gold Dust happy. Really? Yes. Apparently, he is lactose intolerant. <laughs> and to quote Gold Dust, he said, "If I drink that, my a- or eat that, my ass will explode." <laughs> and as he ran off, Our Truth falls and like, "Sorry, I didn't know about your exploding ass." <laughs> like, oh god. Uh, uh, but someone did come and claim the pizza. Mark, oh, really? Hen- Mark Henry came oh, and, and claimed God. the pizza. Oh. And, you know, it's just... <laughs> it just you, Some days they just amaze you with some Any of the Any CM Punk chants? Uh, yes, Vincent Mann, when he came out to start the show. Oh. Um, Shane, Shane O'Mac came out and was cutting a promo, and Vince comes out. And first, the lights go out, and you hear, and everyone instantly jumped off their feet, and then McMahon comes out and pretty much trolled <laughs> the uh, entire crowd. Nice. And then CM Punk chants, and he played off to him. He started like you know acting like an orca, uh, a maestro, <laughs> orchestrating the chants. And he, Vince, Vince was getting good heat. Yeah. Um, but he called security out on Shane, and Shane beat them all up. And you know, it, it. Did you check out any of the faces on the security to see if any of our Chicago peeps had? Made no, it on I did. There? Uh, you know, I figured like they the were. Great Malachi and hey, Cheyenne. No. Well, Cheyenne wasn't one of them. For uh, sure. You never know, man. Uh. Yeah, but uh, she could crawl out from the fires of hell. And no, she didn't. She didn't. Her tormented <laughs> souls didn't carry her to the ring. Damn it! 
uh, Kevin in the chat room <laughs> says CM Punk to fight at 200. I'm sure he will, and then he's going to get hurt again, and then he'll fight at 208 or something like that. I don't know. I, I I still think it's a gimmick for him to get a better WWE contract. Well, maybe, but I don't I, I don't see them mending that fence. If he came back to professional wrestling, I see him doing Ring of Honor or New Japan. And let me throw this in the mix too while I'm at it. Dana White booking. Oh my God, they're on to us. Let's flip all the endings <laughs> and change both titles again. Yeah. <laughs> Vince McMahon booking. Oh my God, they're on to us. Let's change nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're booing Roman Reigns. Let's have a main event WrestleMania. Yeah, again. there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Tatum brought up a good point in the chat room. Ryberg, Ryberg, because mm. his name is not Ryback, it's Ryberg, had a match. He did CM Punk's running knee in the corner, and then afterwards he did the go to sleep signal. Oh, God. It's like, come on, man. Like, you're not helping your case out when you're. You know, straight up, and I get, I get, he was trying to get heat because he was in Chicago. But yeah. come on, man, what else happened on Raw? Big uh, Vincent Man had a promo cut on him, and uh, Triple H set up a match. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Dean Ambro- Ambrose to end the show, mm-hmm. and in uh, let's see, uh, Becky and Sasha Banks took on Team Bay or Team Bad, mm-hmm. and they won. Um, you know, they got a triple threat for the. Women's cha- or Divas Championship at WrestleMania with them and Charlotte Flair. They got that book now. I think so. Okay. And after that, um, uh, after that, Charlotte Flair came out and kicked both their asses. It was a good beatdown. Charlotte Flair is, is uh, I, she's growing as a heel. She's uh, she's underrated as far as main roster talent. You know, um, there's so much more she could do. You know, but she's limited in her heel role. You know. Because if she starts flipping and flying like she did in her face role in NXT, then she's going to win people over. And they don't want that. They want a heel reaction. So they kind of ground her. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I um, I completely agree. But I think, you know, with her, Ric Flair as um, uh, with her, and it's, it's just it's going to work out for her in the end. What else happened on Raw? Uh, Ziggler? Ziggler's, yeah, Zig, you know they they did an interesting um, work this week. Um, they did a work where Ziggler put up a tweet about the authority, mm-hmm. and apparently he was asked to take it down, and then he sent a tweet like, "Are you kidding me?" So, what was interesting about it is fans thought like, "Uh oh, he's either got serious heat on him, uh, or it's a ri- it's a work," and it turned out to be a work. Because mm-hmm. he brought they brought it up on the show, so he had to wrestle. And the folks in the chat room may have to help me. Who did he have? To, oh, he had to wrestle the League of Nations by himself. So you can imagine how. Oh that went. yeah, yeah. It was, and actually, it was Wade Barrett was in the match. I thought that was crazy. Didn't he, el- he eliminated one of them, didn't he? And I then, think like, so. The other two just pretty much destroyed him after that. I think. Right, and you know, the uh, it was the verbiage of "Don't mess with the authority." Did you, uh, Lana got physical? Against Bree. Bree won a match. I saw a picture of that, yeah. And she did an X Factor, and it actually looked like a really good X Factor. Hmm. It, it, and then she just gave a little quick little hair toss and got out of the ring. So it's looking like they're going to set up some program between Lana and Bree Bella. Hmm. Let's hope that one doesn't stink up the joint. That might. Maybe that'll result in like a Divas tag team match or something at Mania. Who knows? Who knows? Kevin in the chat. Hopefully room. on the pre show. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, 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 hopefully not. They won't have the U.S. title defended on the pre-show, the pre-show again. Yeah, and really. Kalisto had a great match. Um, who did he wrestle? Well, I can't. 
I gotta remember to start taking my notes again because yeah. going off memory just is not good. Um, I'll just go ahead and skip ahead. If you guys remember in the chat room, Ukulisto took on. Send me a remind me. But in the main event, it was Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt came out by himself. Isn't it? Bree? I think is retiring this summer, probably shortly after WrestleMania, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. That was a question in the chat room from Tatum Thirty Two. But uh, Bray Wyatt comes out by himself, mm-hmm. and they have a good match. And so, some snippets I can remember from it. You know, I hate Dean's little fall into the ropes, come back out and throw a clothesline. So when Bray threw him into the ropes or kicked him into the ropes and he did that, I was like, oh, here it comes. And Bray hit this clothesline that just it looked like an old Stan Hansen lariat. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Like you saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah. And in the in the end, the whole Wyatt family ended up showing up and beating up on Dean. He got the win. Then Triple H comes out. Here's where it gets interesting. Okay. Triple H comes out and Bray Wyatt's still in the ring. And they kind of get into the uh they they kind of got into his face. Or Bray got in Triple H's face and they had a little face off there. And Bray just started smiling at Triple H. And then he mm. goes up to the title and he just kind of touches caresses it a little bit and then mm-hmm. walks off. So, you know, maybe a little foreshadowing, maybe Bray Wyatt's going to start getting some Bray for champ, you know, I'm all for that. I love Bray Wyatt. I think it sucks that he puts in these awesome promos, but he never gets a payoff from them. Yeah, yeah. But after it, afterwards, uh, Triple H uh, goes and clears off the uh, commentary table. And did, one thing I noticed is they have new monitors. Mm-hmm. They don't have those little gray metal boxes anymore. Yeah. Now they have these, like, gigantic plastic ones or something with handles on them that you can get them out a lot easier. <laughs> so, They've upgraded. Yeah. They, after 30 years, they have different monitors now. At, but uh, Triple H goes back in the ring, gets Bray. Bray hits Dirty ring, dirty Deeds and finishes it off. And that was cool. That Yeah. Bree had a, Bree Bella had a match and it was, it was, you and know. And the network special is this weekend, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so you got Roadblock okay. this weekend, which is Dean Ambrose versus Triple H. I think Bray Wyatt has taken on Brock. They just announced like a oh a tag match for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the da, 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 why can't I think? But it, uh, it's going to be all right, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I'm really looking forward to is the next NXT show. Yeah, Balor and Neville are, uh, tore the house down in NXT this week. This mm-hmm. past week, they had an amazing match. It, you know, p- it started slow, but I think a great match does sm- start sm- slow. It's that. Oh yeah. Those guys were gonna start slow and then and eventually then, tear and the, you burn know, the house down, right? Uh, and it was just it was just a great match. Uh, I think the in, in NXT Takeover Dallas, you're gonna get to see, um, is it Joe? Is it Joe Balor for the title? I think so. Yeah, it is Joe Balor because Sami Zayn is taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke. That match is going to be fucking awesome. I'm calling it now. It's going to be great. And then you, uh, it's it's probably NXT Takeover Dallas is probably going to be better than WrestleMania. They're going to outshine another big four pay per view down there in NXT. Wow, 
<laughs> it's kind—it's of, crazy to think that, isn't it? It because is crazy to think that, but it's not that far-fetched, actually. Is what's what's bad? You got you know? Shinsuke Nakamura coming in. Yeah. What's bigger than that? You know, and you know, there's all these rumors going around that you're going to have the Bullet Club coming in sometime soon. I think they're going to get involved in the Undertaker Shane match somehow, some way. Well, uh, I think I think the the uh, dirt sheets that I've been reading lately have been saying that Carl Anderson. And uh, Doc Gallows are gonna jump straight yeah, to the main not, roster. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to NXT. Right, and that make it makes the most sense because that way you can give Balor a call up too, you know. And then AJ will probably get involved because he was you know Bullet Club all the way, stuff like that. So it's 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 just very 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 interesting where they may go. But Oscar mm-hmm. and uh, Bailey are gonna have a match. You yeah. know that's gonna be a great. I saw a clip where Oscar legitimately knocked out Emma. Yeah, there's a scare for that. Um, Charlotte over the weekend had a scare. Yeah, Charlotte got kneed in the face by Becky, I think. To a kick or that or a kick, and it yeah. cut her nose, but they, it wasn't broken. And or didn't something like also that. happen on that same card to um, Sheamus? I want to say, yeah, maybe? I think there yeah, was one. Or t- there was there was one card where two or three people man, got hurt. You know, it's professional wrestling, man. It's, it's pro it's, wrestling, it's, but still, you know, you would think, you know, you'd be using safe spots before the biggest show right, on the right. year. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, <clears throat> well, just saying. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. I mean. uh when your Divas champion gets, you know, bloody nose and you think it may be broken, and you you know, you dodged a major bullet there. But right. Dan, what else has been going on, man? Uh, what, what, man? What wrestling news you got for us? Not much, really, you know. Um, just the, the injury scares and stuff like that, crazy stuff going on. What about this Hogan trial? Yeah, have you seen the crazy internet stuff that's well, been popping up on the Hogan trial? And, you know, I heard that, he said something today that his character has a bigger penis than he did. Like, what does that matter in regards <laughs> to the case? Did you see that? No. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it I, here. There's a video clip that keeps popping up where it's it's Hogan talking. It's probably what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, Kevin in the chat room asks us what you guys thought about, what you guys think about on Edge and the Edge and Christian show that totally reeks of awesomeness. I love it. I think it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I love the show. I love. Did you get to see the '90s episode? I did not. Yeah, that no, was great. That was great because they get to interview Luke Perry. Oh, <laughs> they talk to Jaleel White. Oh, nice. They have Urkel and they do a funny skit with him, and it's a, it's an entertaining show. Yeah, it's just them being goofballs. Oh yeah, and I like which that works out because they are goofballs. So. And I like that they have um, Funaki as the announcer yeah. before the show comes <laughs> on. Up. For some reason, I think that's hilarious. The dubbed Funaki inter- introductions. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, all right. I've got. Have you I'm, got the video. I'm pulling it up right now. Guess I can hook up the phone. Um, but yeah, he uh, Hulk Hogan. My uh, the title of the article: Hulk Hogan. My wrestling character has a bigger penis than me. Jeez. And I think there's a video in here. Because there was something I was. There was there was one point where a juror had to dismiss himself or something like that because he felt betrayed when Hogan turned heel. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Turn it up a little bit. Talk, on the board. Just a little bit. Oh, it's all the way up. Figure it out. I heard that part. Do you, let me ask you this. Just let's see if we can simplify this. Do you have any doubt as you sit in that witness stand today that you were discussing the length of your penis on Bubba's radio program? 
Any doubt? Well, it's not mine, because mine isn't that size. But we were discussing the length of Hulk Hogan's. Seriously? <laughs> so you, you no, seriously, I do, I do not have look at the Look at his face. No, I do not, okay. seriously. Fair enough. So what you're telling us is you were discussing Believe Hulk that, Hogan's penis, right? Excuse me? You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. Yeah, because Terry Belay's penis is not 10 inches like you're trying to say. Now, it's not a 24-inch python? <laughs> being had over the radio in this community, you didn't think that that was invasive of your privacy, right? My privacy? Yes, Terry Bollea? Well, Hulk Hogan. We've talked about Hulk Hogan several times. I, I need to get make you understand this, that Hulk Hogan gave up his privacy the moment he walked out his front door, became a celebrity in anonymity. And so I don't like talking about Hulk Hogan's penis, but I, I've already it's tried to explain to you I gave up my right as Hulk Hogan to have Hulk Hogan have any privacy. Oh. I don't know I don't know how much clearer I can make that to you. I'll do whatever I can to help you, but I just don't know whatever else to say to make you understand that. Fair enough. So you're doing the best you can, right? To help you, yes, sir. Okay. Now, shortly after you appear. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is I stupid. Mean, I mean, <laughs> that had to be the defensive gawker ta trying to talk oh about Hulk Hogan's. Like, uh, I don't gawker know. just needs to go ahead and pay the money and get the hell out of the well, court. Well, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I, I, I'm not. I don't have. I don't know what's going. I don't know the whole situation. I'm not going to comment on it. Um, oh it's just. It, it's sad that. You know, the immortal Hulk Hogan is sitting there talking about how big his penis was yeah, or yeah, isn't yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We're so, going to see him at WrestleMania. So in the yeah. world, <laughs> so in the realm of weird wrestling stories, I guess that's our big story oh of the week. God. I mean, we, we just had a clip on this show about talking about Hulk Hogan's. Kevin in the chat room says, Hulk, can we see this penis you talk about? <laughs> well, it was Terry Obalea, so we couldn't see Hulk's penis. Uh. Oh jeez, that's such a weird, just, weird situation. Uh, I, I, I see what his defense is. I, 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 I see what the defense is. You know, the defense is, uh, you know, he's trying to throw Hulk Hogan stuff at him, and he's trying to play it off like he's not Hulk Hogan. He's Terry Belia. You know, behind closed doors, he's Terry Belia, which he's got a point. You know, but at the same time, you know. It's it's like he said just then. He gave away up he gave up every bit of privacy and anonymity that he could possibly ever have when he became Hulk Hogan. So that's right. That's right. Well we are gonna take he kinda a kinda did himself in really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I just I don't I don't get you know I don't know, maybe you should have said Hulk Hogan's penis is smaller than Terry Belea's. I don't know. It just it's a hell of a there's a there's a comedian that um he he said he watched the Hulk Hogan sex tape and everything, and he says now he's going to name his Wi-Fi Hulk Hogan's hairy nutsack. Oh god! So that way, you know, like he he can, and that way he can like go and like turn off the Wi-Fi or something, and go around and ask people, did you, did did Hulk Hogan's hairy nutsack just drop you off oh, Wi-Fi? <laughs> Kevin says I. Kevin says Hulk can say I'm two guys, one with a big penis, the other no big penis. Ha ha. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the jokes just kind of write themselves. I know. They? Like in a bar at midnight, I'm Hulk Hogan, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
With a big penis. With a big penis. When I go home to Linda, she turns that penis small. When we shut the hotel room door. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. This is the Oversell Podcast. Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast, and joining us now is one half of the, 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 pa- the power couple, the, <laughs> the power couple in Memphis wrestling, Maria the Star. The power couple. Maria, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're really excited to talk to you. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. And that's right. There is only one power couple in Memphis. Yes, let there be no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so we've had Dustin on the show a couple of times, and actually it works out today is International Women's Day. Nice. Oh, how about hey. that? So it, it's funny how these things work out. But Coincidence there. Yeah. We've had Dustin a couple of times. We need to get Maria on and talk to her. Now, were you a fan of wrestling before you and Dustin uh, were a couple? Uh, do you guys want the truth? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I know I already know the truth because I've, I've we've actually had this conversation before. But go ahead, Maria, <laughs> tell in, in us person, the truth. Yeah, I believe we have. Um, actually, I did not ever watch wrestling before I met Dustin. We uh, have sister, and so when we were growing up, we were not watching wrestling or or really even into. Actually, to be perfectly honest, I did not even know that independent wrestling existed until five years ago when I met Dustin. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's how little I knew about wrestling. <laughs> See, I, up, until, up until a few years ago, I honestly didn't even know that, you, that I was there when you guys had your first date. And your first date was Dustin coming to uh, New Experience Wrestling over there in West Memphis, Arkansas in a back lot of a warehouse of a back lot of a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, that's funny that you were there. What a small world. Because when that first happened five years ago, I had no idea where we were going. I mean, I knew we were going to a wrestling show, but by the time we crossed the bridge and actually started going to the building, I'm like, where is this guy taking me? Uh-huh. Because I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, like, it's, it's funny because, like, any W, and I have still yet to take. Uh, Derek over to the building and show him what the NEW studio actually looks like. But the the NEW studio, it's basically like a warehouse in the middle of nowhere. It's it's back in like the warehouse district of <laughs> West Memphis. And, um, you know, you basically like drive for like an hour into the middle of nowhere. You come into a warehouse and all of a sudden it's like oh, these curtains are hanging from the ceiling, and it's this beautiful TV studio and <laughs> this big giant TV yeah, facade and everything. Yeah, the thing about that building is that if you watched a video from it, you probably wouldn't realize that it's out in the middle of nowhere and you have no idea where some strange guy's taking you. But, <laughs> um, you know, so that was pretty intriguing aspect of it. It's like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is this? So that was it was pretty cool, though. And then uh, you guys, you... Uh, it took you a year or two before you uh, you actually stepped into the wrestling business after meeting Dustin, didn't it? Yes. Actually, I didn't start this until about probably two years, two and a half, maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that was five years ago. So it took me about two years to actually get into it. And really the only reason that I did is because I MC for the Redbirds. 
and a promoter was like, do you think that she'd want to come to the ring with you, Dustin? Because <laughs> she can talk on a microphone, obviously. Um, so that's really how I got into it. I really wasn't looking to be in the wrestling business or get into the wrestling business, but someone mentioned TV, and I'm like, okay, might as well try it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that yeah, that's one way to do it. <laughs> right. I mean, you definitely have microphone experience if you're emceeing in front of what, you know, what's a what's a normal crowd that you guys had at the Redbirds uh, when you were emceeing? Well, the stadium holds close to 18 if it's completely sold out. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that I've done a couple of sold out games, but on average, I'm looking at probably a crowd of 8,000 or so. Yeah. Um, on a good weekend, we're probably looking at close to 13 or 14. So, I'd say that's definitely a good experience for getting in front of a wrestling crowd. (laughs) Right, right. Although I would say that a wrestling crowd is way more harsh than a a baseball crowd. Yeah, (laughs) I would too. (laughs) Uh, They're not trying to jump on the field with you. (laughs) Yeah, they're not. Um, Even this past weekend, someone... uh, Hit me with a flash water. I just really. <laughs> that's, well, that's that wrestling fans do. It's crazy. <laughs> where where was this at? Um, that one was at SPWA. Okay. And out it's a smaller building, so the crowd is a little bit closer to you, and they can literally just reach out and touch you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt somebody hit me on the back, and I turned around. It was this older woman with a, a flash water. Oh god. She just hit me with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... That, that, I gotta be honest. That's the first time I've heard of somebody getting hit with a floss water. <laughs> yeah, Usually, yeah. they're chunking something like a water bottle or a beer bottle or something like that. <laughs> now, um, I have been had water thrown on me, but it was in the middle of Jonesboro at, at a barbecue fest, oh. and it was really, really hot outside. So it it didn't bother me at all. Because <laughs> was like, do that again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let's see. So you've been managing for two, two and a half years now? Yes, okay. about two and a half years. Now, have you say. branched out to other people, or have you pretty much stayed with Dustin? I pretty much stick with Dustin. I mean, we're such a good team. I don't know why I would ever want to be anybody else's manager, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, with Dustin, I've won two manager of the years back-to-back. Well, there you go. Really, that's all the time <laughs> that I've been in the business. So <laughs> um, I don't really know if I need to manage anybody else. Tatum32 in our chat room. Uh, the, we always have a chat room going when we record live. Mixler.com slash Oversell Podcast. What's your favorite organization to work for? Um, you know, that's really a hard one. I don't really think I have a favorite organization as far as working for him because everyone has been so great to me. Um, from the beginning, they've always, everyone has just accepted me with open arms. Um, but I would say that I, I really enjoy working, um, some Jonesboro, Jonesboro is so much fun. Mm -hmm. And then one that was really interesting and new to Dustin and I was the Lucha Libre crowds. Mm. Those guys are so much fun, and honestly, they all speak Spanish, and Dustin and I don't speak Spanish, so the only thing that you can understand out of them is them yelling my name, because uh, they say Maria very well, but uh, it's normally not good things that they're saying towards me, but it, the crowd is just so much different. It's just such a different atmosphere that that's probably one of my favorite shows. 
Cool. Nice. Now, um, since you've been involved more in the wrestling business, has it made you more of a fan of wrestling? Like, do you watch it on television? Are you watching anything on the internet? Um, I would say that it has really hasn't uh, made me a fan of the men in wrestling, but it's made me a fan of the women in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So anytime that Stephanie has like a really good spot, um, obviously at WrestleMania is, and then the spot that she did with The Rock, you know, anytime that she is on there, I'm always watching her to see what she's doing. Um, it's definitely made me a bigger fan of Memphis wrestling itself, and I've learned so much about it, mainly because Dustin forces me to learn about it. But <laughs> it's become, you know, a very big part of my life, so <laughs> might as well enjoy it. Right, that, that's right. great. Um, well, and Stephanie McMahon, when I watch her on Raw, there's some, you know, a lot of wrestlers could learn how to draw a hero promo just from watching her it's incredible how much she's you know morphed into this awesome heel character over the years yeah she's uh, she's pretty intense (laughs) very intense very intense well do you ever go back and watch like uh any old valets on youtube or anything like that like uh sensational sherry queen elizabeth or anything like that yeah, we've really watched a lot of Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Um, we actually went as Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man for Halloween one I've year. I've seen that picture. That's an awesome <laughs> picture. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people compare me to her, but I think I'm a little bit uh, crazier than she is um, for the most part. Yeah, she She's was always quiet reserved. and reserved and you know, just stayed at ringside clapping a little bit, You know, never got involved. Uh, and uh, you're a little bit more involved than that. <laughs> so. Yeah, and even these days, even the referees tell me, though, that I'm a pretty active manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over there. Well, and it just seems to be like, if you watch all the big stuff, the manager slash valet slash outside distraction is just not used at all anymore these days. And I got to, the first time I got to see um, Dustin Russell, and uh, you were for you managing him was at the Roundhouse Revival, and one thing I noticed was whenever Derek King got thrown into a corner, you were right there grabbing his ankle, <laughs> you know, making sure he can't get away, helping Dustin out, and that's really just a lost art in wrestling to me. It is. It definitely is. Well, Dustin and I have brought it back because if we look at all of Dustin's championships and titles that he's won, I've had something to do with that. So. I mean, he's currently the MEW Supreme Elite Heavyweight Champion, and, you know, I was an integral part of that happening. Well, there you go. I mean, from, <laughs> from my eye, I didn't see any interference. I just saw Dustin <laughs> winning a title. I, I didn't interfere, <laughs> but I was just a major part of it. Just know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, the, for the record. Just for the record. <laughs> yeah, for the record. <laughs> yeah, power couple. Power couple couple (laughs) (laughs) yeah well and speaking of championship they're actually going to present us with a brand new championship this sunday oh debuting a new belt about that debuting the uh, the, that's at the um, mew lucha libre event out there in el mercadito off ridgeway Yes, it is. We're going to take on um, Antonio Garza, which we have faced many times Mm -hmm. before. That'll be a very good match. We're thinking this one's going to be pretty easy. Uh, (laughs) A little cockiness there. (laughs) 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 Well, definitely, definitely. Well, you know, uh, Dustin's so far into the fitness uh, stuff and everything and in the competitions and everything like that, and I'm not friends with you on Facebook or uh, 
currently I don't I don't think I see too much on Twitter about it. Are you in any competitions as far as fitness goes and stuff like that or uh, as far as competing in competitions, no. Um, the diet on that's really strict, mm-hmm. and uh, I just don't. I don't want to diet like that. I think sometimes Dustin's crazy. He is like so strong-willed. We can go on vacation and he won't eat one dessert or anything, and and that's crazy mm-hmm. uh, to me because I love desserts and I know he does too. But as far as into fitness, we do both work very hard in the gym. Both of us are Team USP Labs athletes. So that's right. You you guys both are sponsored, all right? But I'm not competing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's right. You but you guys both are sponsored, right, by USP Labs? Yes. Okay. Yes, we are. Um, They're a great company. Um, We love their products. So it's easy to promote a, a company that you love and actually use their product. Mm-hmm. And I, I've used uh, I've used their products before, too, uh, when I was heavy into the working out, when I was uh, in the ring, active and everything. Uh, I've used their products, and it works pretty good. I think they've had to reformulate some stuff uh, in the last few years just because the FDA got onto them a few times. But uh, even the reformulation works for me, you know, as far as yeah, pre-workout well, and stuff like that. So, And, you know, in the supplement world, you're not doing something right if you're not getting – by the FDA. Right. <laughs> There's a, wait, this works? Wait, we got to look into this, you know? Yeah. We need to look, yes, definitely. So. Mm-hmm. Well, where where all have you gotten to travel when since you've gotten involved in the world, professional world of wrestling? Oh, man, we go all over the place. I would say, though, that we probably try to keep it within a three-hour distance because we are tr- we're wrestling so much. Like, this weekend alone, we're wrestling Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, when we can book it like that and, and like hit all these different towns super close then you know obviously that's what's best for our business yeah um so but we go all over from ripley mississippi to amory mississippi which we're there this weekend uh to raymer tennessee dyersburg tennessee jonesboro so we pretty much stay in the three hour radius i would say um but as far as bodybuilding that's taken us a lot of cool cities uh, dustin's competed in chicago and kentucky and uh, North Carolina, um, so we've really traveled a lot for that. I'm really been trying to convince him to do one in Miami because that sounds like the most fun for me. <laughs> I, I think I think there's an ulterior motive for a trip there, for, as far as that goes. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some slight manipulation there, Maria. <laughs> well, there really wasn't a lot for me to do in Kentucky, that's for sure. Chicago, uh, <laughs> um, fun. Yeah. Kentucky. They, uh, there's not too many beaches in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the beach is our place. That's where we got married at. That's where we love to be. So why not compete where you where you love to be at? Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah, y'all. Uh, when it, and it's funny. It's great because whenever they um, go on vacation, they always do these periscopes and you know, explaining that they're in these five-star resorts. <laughs> appreciate the pun there, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where's, the, where's the nearest five-star one? we got to get that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, it just seems like y'all, the promo you guys cut, Dustin cut, while he was down there, you know, taking time out of a vacation to do a promo. I mean, he's seems very committed to wrestling, which is great. And, you know, it's awesome when you get to, I guess, when you get to go to these shows with your wife there because it's, you know, it's not one sitting at the home uh, at home board, while the other is out there having fun wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There- well, you know, I can honestly say that when we first started doing this, there were times where I was like, "No, you can just go <laughs> yeah. on a Saturday." I'm like, "I'd rather just lay here, and I'm tired." But 
that hasn't happened in a really long time. So we are really blessed. We get to spend a lot of time together. We actually spend all of our time together. So <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, what appearances do you guys have coming up? We have a ton of appearances coming up. This Friday, we're going to be at the Grizzlies game. It's wrestling night. Uh, Dustin is going to be on local Memphis Live this, that morning, and everybody has to tune in for that because he has got a big surprise for that show. What uh, what um, channel is that for local Memphis that's Live? That's ABC 24 local. ABC 24 and local. it's okay. going to be from 9 to 10. Okay. So they definitely need to tune in for that. And then Saturday, Dustin is so pumped about this one. It's an angry Mississippi OWO Super Show. Mm-hmm. We're wrestling his childhood hero, Buff Bagwell. Uh-huh. He grew up watching Buff Bagwell. He only started lifting weights because of Buff Bagwell. <laughs> and now he's even more jacked than Buff Bagwell. Well, there you go. <laughs> Come so full circle he's there. really, really <laughs> looking forward to that one. All righty. And then Sunday, too? Yep. And then Sunday we are back at it again, MEW Lucha Libre. And there, there you go. You're back in Memphis for Sunday. Yes. And also, one other thing, we um, teamed up with Stitch Apparel for Power Couple shirts. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so we're going to debut those this weekend. So it's just a big weekend for us. Yeah. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all have a, I think y'all are, y'all will be in Jonesboro here soon too, right? Soon. I really hope sometime in April, I think. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. And then I would imagine that they're in Barbecue Fest whenever those dates are. Okay. No, there's summertime, but we'll definitely be back in Jonesboro. I have family up in Jonesboro, so I'll have to tell them to be sure to get the family out to the show. Yeah, Jonesboro is always a lot of fun because our rival, Derek King, lives there. Uh. So, you know, that's always fun to, <laughs> to get in the ring with Derek. <laughs> yeah, by now I'm pretty sure y'all can go through the whole thing blindfolded. It would look, you know, it would still be one of the best <laughs> damn wrestling matches you could ever see. That's okay. the fun thing about wrestling, Derek, is we've done it so many times that when we get out there, we just know each other. And we always end up adding in these funny things that, we, you know, weren't really planned. They just kind of happen because we, you know, have, have done it for quite a few times. So mm-hmm. we love wrestling, Derek. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Was there any chances that we'd ever see you in the ring at all? Uh, possibly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, hold your breath on that one. But <laughs> maybe one day. I will. I, I will be there if that ever happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will buy a ticket if yeah, I have I'll to to that show. <laughs> yeah. You know, every now and then another valet or manager or whatever tries to get in the way of things. Even Jimmy Blaylock, like. I mean, sometimes it happens, but as far as, like, getting in the ring and wrestling a full match, I don't know about all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, at DreadheadKev22 on Twitter did say, wonder he, who she would like to get in the ring with. Who I would like to get in the ring with? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, currently or, like, of all time? Let's but do why, of all time, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, let's do both. Yeah, why we'll not? do both, yeah. Um... Let's see. Currently, who I might be in the ring with? Eee, that's really a hard one. Probably Jimmy Blaylock. Can I say that? Like, <laughs> we have ongoing feuds, you know. Right. So, I'd love to see I you watch Kick. Us facing off against each other. <laughs> I mean, I faced off against X Pac, so obviously I'm not afraid of him. There you go. Well, wait, wait a minute. You gotta tell me what happened when 
with X Pac. Oh, you haven't seen that video? No, I haven't. Okay, she got Bronco oh busted by by uh, X Pac. How dare he? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty aggressive too, and it was one of my first spots ever. Uh huh. So, um, it was really cool though. It was fun because. Uh, I really didn't know what to expect, and, and Dustin was like, "Well, just make sure you don't Google anything at all." Yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll teach you when we get there. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what show was it at? Um, it was at a casino show. Okay. Yeah, I think it was one of those legends was like casino two shows. And a half years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, so, you, you're gonna have to look that up because yeah. uh, it's very interesting. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, yeah. It's a lot of it's a it's got some fun pictures to go along with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know. So, um, so, mm-hmm. so Hollywood Jimmy would be the current would be the current, one. Be the current okay. person then, of all time. What's your what's your pick for of all time? time? I would probably have to pick Miss Elizabeth, even though she didn't wrestle. But I don't really wrestle, so I'd probably pick Miss Elizabeth just because people have compared me against her so much that. You know, I would want to share the ring with her. Yeah. Oh, you know, another one I like, Trish Stratus. She is friggin' awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe her. That's like I a different breed of women's wrestler back in that era with Trish Stratus and Lita and all them. Victoria. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I really hope. And I, there's a resurgence with Charlotte and Sasha and them, you know, coming into the, the, the main roster ranks and everything. There's kind of a resurgence with all that, but... I really hope it does get back to the point where we have those awesome matches like we got out of Trish and Lita and right. all those it, other it, ones. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Um, uh, Dustin on Twitter posted this picture of you guys from Halloween when he was Macho Man and you were Queen Elizabeth. That's awesome. That's, it's spot on. That That is. It, it really is. That's incredible. Yeah. And Dustin handmade that costume. Oh that's my amazing. God, oh, my gosh. Uh, he's very artistic. So he actually took out some paint and hand-painted those logos and everything that that's great on him. <laughs> i love it well maria where can folks find you on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at d maria star with two r's and then you can find me on facebook at maria star awesome all right awesome. Well, we'll and you can find dustin at dustin star with two r's there you go and that's on that's on everything that's twitter that's instagram that's and Facebook. And Facebook. And you Facebook. Know, and, you know, whatever other. And MySpace probably if yeah, he's got yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not on MySpace, but I wouldn't doubt if he was on yeah. <laughs> He probably covered all of his bases and got it. He's on Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. Well, Maria, this has been really fun, and we've got to get you back on the show again, talk some more, because right now Dustin's been on the show twice. You've been on once. So we can't have that. We, we got to even that out a little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. I agree. But thank you guys so much for having me. Uh, no problem. And uh, y'all be sure, everyone out there, be sure to go and see them Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yep. Yeah, yep. you don't want to miss it. That's for sure. Yeah, and this MEW Lucha Libre show, not only do you get to see Dustin Starr and Antonio Garza, but you're getting to see Lucha Underground stars like Sexy Star, Tejano, mm-hmm. Phantasm Jr., uh, I forget. There's a, there's just so many. Yeah, it's crazy that we're gonna have get Lucha Underground stars. Yeah, here in Memphis. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think I've heard a lot about them. It seems like a lot of people are excited over that. So hopefully it'll be a good crowd. Yeah, and uh, you know I've been a staunch fan of MEW. It's my favorite show in town. And when I heard 
the power couple was coming to MEW, I thought it was huge because you guys do so much promotional work that the fact we're, we're like, I'm sure, are we, is Dustin going to bring the MEW Supreme Heavyweight Championship on to ABC 24 this week? Um, I can't tell you exactly what he's going to do because okay. it's a surprise. Oh, uh, okay. But, <laughs> but definitely want to tune in. <laughs> right, right. Well, and I, But I just mean the promotional chances of that title being shown around. You know, oh, yeah, definitely. It, well, you know, Dustin and I worked really, really hard to build our social following. And so we do whatever we can to, to post it out there, you know, like combined with all of our social channels, we're looking at over, you know, 15,000 fans. And that's, you know, you can really reach a lot of people that way. Oh, yeah. So, and you guys, uh, have, we definitely work really hard for promotional aspect for sure. And you guys also have, you have a following. Yes. At, at every one of your shows you have. And um, I like I like that too because they, they've kind of built their own brand right. that people follow them around, you know. Um, Fred Cotto. Fred. You know, he's a Dustin Star guy. Everywhere Dustin goes, that's where Fred's at. <laughs> he is definitely a Dustin Star guy. You know, he's one and, of our favorite people. He's one of our favorite fans. And, and he's not you know, the only one. We love fans like that, right? He's, yeah. he's not the only one, but we love fans like that, and we appreciate every single one of them. And if it weren't for people like that, then – you know, we wouldn't be the real power couple, but we are. There you go. <laughs> and the key word here is the. The. The power the. couple. Right. I'm not naming any names out there. <laughs> no, nope, no. <nope. laughs> there is We're not going to stick our couple. nose into, right, right. Into, into feuds or nothing like that. <laughs> but we will say they are the, the power the, couple. <laughs> the power couple. The, the power couple. Is the operative word. So. Well, Maria, thank you so much. This meant. A lot to me and Dan, and which Mike could have been here to talk to you, but uh, we. I think. Are you going to be at Trivia Mania? Uh, I definitely will be there. Oh, I'm well. on. I've been there every time. Oh, we are going to be there once Hopefully. again. Justin's not winning without me. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, we'll be there too. Oversell Podcast is going to represent, and actually, we're going to take the title from you. Uh oh. No. <laughs> now I'm not going to make any. Um, uh, chest slap. That's a challenge. I mean, you're going to put a stipulation with that? Because no. Last time someone I t- got a chop. Yeah, I'm not taking that chop that Arnez yeah, took. With I, I don't. I saw the tape of that. We ain't doing that. <laughs> if, if I wanted, if I wanted a souvenir from Dustin Star, I'll just get his autograph. I don't need a chest slap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been chopped by Arnez Dustin before. That he had had chose the latter as well after he. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Oversell Podcast, and be sure you are following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K, Oversell, O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L, Derek Oversell. I am at One Dangerous Dan, all spelled out, and I'm on Facebook at Dangerous Dan Matthews. And Mike is WolfMike23. WolfMike23 on Twitter. He never tweets, but follow him anyway. Yeah, follow him anyway. Hey, and let's get, look, we got to start getting the word out on our. I want more Twitter followers. Go if if you follow us on Twitter, help us get there because I want. I know it's we're at two hundred something. I usually now. follow back anybody that follows. Right, me, so. I'm, and I'm the same way, but I want to get to five thousand followers. Yeah, mainly because if we do that, we get a we can get a store on prowrestlingtees.com, Ooh. and then we can start designing uh, oversell podcast T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Well, also, be sure you head over to oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link right underneath the main player. You can shop on Amazon through that link. There's no extra fees. There's no hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast by uh, making a couple purchases. We get a small commission on anything that's sold through our link. So be sure to head over to oversellpodcast.com and check out the Amazon link. You can listen to every episode we have recorded. We're at 46 right now. Almost a year, Dan. It's been almost a year. Almost. Are we having a party at year? We'll have to do something crazy. We're going to order pizza or something? (laughs) Maybe. 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 Maybe we can get maybe we can get some guests over here. Let's order some Jimmy Johns or something. Yeah, we can, um, <laughs> we can maybe maybe get Duke and yeah, over or yeah. Mo or big party. Maybe get Van the man Van Horn over here or something. Yeah, we'll, we'll even I'll even fly Kevin up. How about that? Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Sure, I'm not that rich. <laughs> uh, Kevin said you couldn't get on the side. Let me know what. Um, I'll talk to you in a little bit, Kevin. We'll finish recording here. Dan has got our Memphis Wrestling moment for this week. All right. I got March 18th, 1984. Let's see here. Bottom to top. Bottom to top. Okay. We'll start at the bottom. Tom Jones versus the Executioner. Spike Huber versus the Black Ninja. Scott Shannon versus King Konga. Harley Davidson and Dirty Rhodes versus the A-Team with Jimmy Hart. Uh, Bugsy McGraw versus Gypsy Joe. Uh, Gyp- you talk about somebody that needs some notification in the wrestling world, and that's Gypsy Joe. Worked a lot backstage with younger talent, earned the respect of a lot of people, and doesn't get enough recognition. Um, Dutch Mantel versus Kenya Kondari. I may have pronounced that wrong. I'm sorry if I did. Uh, Moondogs versus Norvell Austin and Stagger Lee. Nice. Uh, Jackie Fargo's Fabulous Ones versus Jimmy Hart's Fabulous Ones. So that would be Stan Lane and Steve Kern versus... Uh, the. I don't, I, don't I don't know. We may have to figure that one out on <laughs> our results. <laughs> Uh, international heavyweight title match, Austin Idol versus Rick Rude. Wow. Yeah, I bet that was great. Uh, main event, six-man tag match, Jerry Lawler, Joe LaDuke, and Jimmy Hart versus Zambul Express and J.J. Dillon. Ooh. Like the J.J. Dillon? The J.J. Dillon. Wow. Yeah. Sunday, March 18th, 3 p.m., Mid-South Coliseum. All right. So, uh, in yesterday afternoon's wrestling at the Mid-South Coliseum, Tom Jones won by forfeit over the executioner. Scott Shannon fought to a draw with King Conga. Harley Davidson and Dirty Rhodes defeated the A team. Bugsy McGraw defeated Mad Dog. And let's see. Dutch Mantel defeated the Black Ninja. Norvell Austin and Stagger Lee defeated the Moon Dogs. Jackie Fargo's Fabulous Ones defeated Jimmy Hart's Fabulous Ones. Doesn't say names. Uh, Austin Idol won by disqualification over Rick Rude. And Jerry Lawler, Joe LaDuke, and Jimmy Hart won over 
and it starts to get blurry there. Kareem Muhammad, King Konga, and J.J. Dillon. The attendance was 5,420. You know, I'm glad you brought up the attendance because um, I almost forgot about this from SGWA. Um, They are going to do something like we do uh, every week at SGWA where Randy Hales will come out and talk a little bit about uh, a Memphis moment. Oh. Uh, yeah, and it, it it when you listen to the promo and then you watch their product, mm-hmm. you can see the what's the influence. Yeah, yeah. That old school Memphis wrestling has, and what Randy's trying to do, mm-hmm. and a movement like this that we want to happen always starts from something small. Oh yeah. So you know, forty people paying ten bucks a person, you know. Could end up being, you know, if it's built properly, word gets out. These guys work their ass off like they're doing already. Mm-hmm. You know, four peop- 40 people one week, you know, two, knows, two, three years from now, you could have 400. Yeah. Very well. And, and then, you know, I, I, but he's trying to bring back that that old school Memphis wrestling man t- mentality. Mentality, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, he said he's... He's wrestling born, wrestling bred, and when he <laughs> dies, he'll be wrestling dead. Yep. And yep. then they played a song about Memphis wrestling that um, Jimmy Hart did, and it mentioned, you know, he pretty much names everyone that uh, was involved. Was time. that Monday Night Memories? Or yes, was that? yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Pl- they played. They that played song. that at Buddy Wayne's funeral. Wow. Now that was it was it was really cool. Yeah. And you know, I'm happy that Randy is putting faith in us to come out there and do it. And yeah. Do yeah. For him, you know, he's, he's definitely met. an off a good opportunity for us, yeah. You know, to get and out there, and we're very thankful for it. So, mm-hmm. well, that's all I got for this week. As we like to end every episode, we like to do superstar of the week. So, Dan, I ask you, who is your superstar of the week? Uh, I am gonna go with Maria Star, our lovely interview. I thought it was great, you know, uh, you know, she's uh. She's a definite role model for uh, women who want to make a difference in the business. I think you know right. locally, you know, right. And it's she, it's she, she has such an old school touch, just being a valet and just distracting. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. You know, did you see the video of how they won the MEW title? I probably did, but I Maria refresh my memory. Got on the mat, <laughs> um, and she took a heel off and tossed it behind the ref's back where he couldn't see it. Okay, and Dustin took said. Uh, said heel heel hit the heel hit the hit Lex the heel hit the Lex with a heel yep yep <laughs> yep <laughs> threw, threw the shoe out where the ref could see it got the cover one two three and you can hear Brandon Myers in the background not like this not uh-huh. like this I mean it was just great was yeah great. yeah Superstar of the week for me, uh, folks in the chat room. Go ahead and give us your superstar of the week. I like you. I like to read you guys on the air because it also gives me a reason to think about mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He got to. I say. I say. Maria Star locally is who I'll say. Okay. Uh, you know, Jericho and AJ and uh, New Day. I'll I'll make all them for okay. a good match for Raw and everything. Cause all right. I, I I've heard nothing but good things about that match. It was awesome. Uh wow, Kevin in the chat room. His uh, superstar of the week is Derek King. Derek King. I think this is one of the first time has Derek won it before? He may have when we interviewed him. Okay. He is amazing at getting fans pissed. He Derek does have oh, that God, uncanny yeah. ability to read a crowd and get under their skin. 
Oh, yeah. And that's that's a testament to how long he's been wrestling. Mm-hmm. Tatum, you got a superstar of the week? <laughs> when you Just when you think Derek hasn't gone, you know, it, he's gone far enough and he's going to go to the back, you know, I, he'll come back out and get Derek, more heat sometimes. Derek, well, Derek <laughs> King gets heat just by what, making his 20-minute entrance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the time he gets out, people are like, finally. Uh, Tatum in the chat room, his superstar of the week is Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. I like it. I am going to go with Sami Zayn for making his re-debut on yeah. Raw, making a big impact, getting to attack Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. I hope th- I hope that culminates in a match at uh, WrestleMania. It's going to. I, I really so. do hope so. And I hope it's just those two. Mm-hmm. I like ladder matches for that title, but it's been done. I, th- I want Owens and Zayn. You're going to have to have something. It makes me wonder if they'll – do they have a Money in the Bank pay-per-view for yes. the schedule this year? Yeah, I think at the near the – it'll be probably between SummerSlam and Seven Hour Series. Okay. I think that's when it usually Cause is. Because I have to wonder, you know, is they've got to have a side attraction match, like something like Money in the Bank, you know? Mm-hmm. And they can't do Elimination Chamber in the middle right. <laughs> of the card, you know? Right. <laughs> well, that's all we have for this week. Be sure you go to, out to iTunes. That's the easiest way to get to this podcast and give us a follow there. Subscribe anytime you do. It is automatically downloaded on your phone. We're also on Podcast Addict. We're on Stitcher. Anywhere you can get a podcast, this podcast is. Also, uh, B, while you're there, give us a five-star review. Five-star. Five-star. Five-star review. <laughs> Dustin Dustin, I would give us a five-star review because that's all we are, five-star. But uh, other than that, folks, thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast.